Welcome to another 1905 podcast. Hi guys, uh, it's LMC Tracy here uh, hosting the uh, Krasnodar Everton post-match. Tonight I am joined by uh, Rick. Hello everyone. Hello. And Hello. Jordan. Hello. Hello, you're lively. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right um we ha today have asked our followers to give us some questions based on the two matches um so i'm just going to give a very quick round up uh Krasnodar, it was what it was um at the end of the day it was a dead rubber game the absolute highlights was billy gilmore and tino andrin getting their start and really doing a very good job positive 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 um everton well I think we've all seen the reactions on Twitter. People going absolutely mental. I think we just need to know that it is our second loss of the Premier League campaign and people just need to calm the fuck down. Uh, so we're not actually going to talk about it too much because we want to dive into the questions because they actually are going to cover and I think it'll end up bringing out our opinions of the game anyway. So um, wingers are on everybody's lips today. Uh, we've had uh, a similar question from quite a few of our followers so uh i'm gonna go straight in with um that chelsea pod uh they hi guys by the way they are asking should we sign another winger in january given pulisic is made of glass chose injury is issues and cs being now out uh or do we or do we not given when everyone is fit Cho has not made the last two match day principles prior to his injury anyway. Um, I'd just like to point out that Louis and Sid also offered up similar questions. So it was it was about the winger situation. Rick, would you like to go first? Yeah. Um, in regards to Hudson Adoy, do we I don't know, but do we actually know that the reason he wasn't in the previous match squad wasn't because of the hamstring. Well, I mean, yeah, it came out from Frank saying that he was injured. But they were saying, actually, he got injured um, the day before, I think. Mm. I think. I, in short, who'd you buy? Well, uh, that was going to be my question. Are you, who's going to want to come in and sit on the bench? Because when everyone's fit... They're gonna have to be a very good, be a very good player to get in front of those three. Absolutely. Um, so who'd you buy? I, I just don't think it's feasible to buy anyone. If I'm being honest. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Jordan? Well, I feel like there's two sides to it. Like obviously, you don't want to uh, stump um, Callum Hudson-Odoi's like progress at us, but then obviously, you know, like like with Ricky, how, who do you buy? I think that would be the main issue because we have a lot of players. They're just out of action at the minute. And mm. uh, which is why obviously Werner's being utilised and obviously Pulisic is now back. But yeah, I've, I think that, well, no, Pulisic's not back now, is he? Because he didn't start against Everton. Um, so yet again, we're seeing uh, injuries that are just, dare I say, liken him to Robin. Um 
but who do you buy that once they're all fit is quite happy to sit in the background and January is not usually a good time to be buying players it's not a it? great time to be buying players it's normally associated to panic buying and I'd like to think after the window that we have had in the summer those days of us completely panic buying and buying any old shit in the January transfer yeah. window are long gone yeah. um, I just think it was the loss on Saturday it was obvious that we lacked width it was glaringly obvious that we did lack width it was it's just unfortunate to have three wingers out all at the same time and let's be honest Kai Havertz is not He's not a winger. <laughs> I think no. we can safely say he's not a winger. Yeah, I think we can uh, safely say that. And he's still finding his feet and to have him out of position. I think it was kind of needs must. Um, but to have him out of position, I don't think helped us. And he wasn't involved massively. And when he did have the ball, he didn't use it in the right way. But we, in short, we did absolutely lack width on Saturday. That was obvious, but... As we've kind of alluded to, who'd you buy? Yeah. Mm, well, uh, and, the, and, and uh, a second question from Sid to kind of follow that was, um, or should there be uh, like a possible system change to allow the wingers uh, the time to get fit to come back? Because I think it was Luke uh, Clapham in a group chat that I'm in. He had said that his personal feeling was uh, Asby should have come on for habits, push up Reese James and Ben Chilwell to be uh, wingers, uh, put Werner up top with Giroud, and I can't remember the other change you said. Oh, Cove for, uh, for Billy. I kind of get the thinking I could have envisaged a situation where actually, as much as I don't as much as I don't rate him, I could have envisaged a situation where we could have possibly seen Emerson. Yeah. Um, yeah. Either him lift back, either him left back, even lift back, uh-huh. him left back. And um, so Emerson at left back, uh, Ben Chilwell a bit further forward or vice versa. Um, that, that in hindsight, that could have been an option. Yeah. What about you, Jordan? Do you think a formation or a system change to, to kind of get us through this period without these players? Or yeah, do you... yeah. We need to adapt our games to this. It, it, we need to try and not to play players out of position just for the, you know, just to feel because we have one just, formation, we don't. Yeah, we just to, to keep the four three games. three. Yeah, it was basically yeah, we, to keep the four yeah. three three. Was it, it was. really? Yeah. yeah. And and mm. I think it was crying out for something. Uh, probably at half time, to be fair. And needed yeah, a bit of creativity. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I was a bit disappointed in Frank for not acting earlier. To be honest, I think we could all see that it was not going that great. I don't think not not that I'm not agreeing with exactly what you're saying um i, I said it's a but but, <laughs> I, but, <laughs> um, but i just don't think i just don't think he had a massive amount um of options or what you'd really call game-changing options whereas for argument's sake if you had a ziesh on the bench you could go right he's going to come on he's going to at least try and change it yeah true um i just don't think there was anyone like that on the bench he brought tammy on but 
I don't think whoever was playing up front, I don't think we just didn't play very well in no, and I think in essence, there's nothing to say that that formation might not have worked if the effort was a little bit higher. I don't think there was more. a great deal. It was there was too many players that had an off day, and apart from the penalty, I don't really think that we ever looked like losing the game. Yep. If you take away the penalty out, however, I I know we hit the post twice, but we didn't do enough to win that game or no, get any. No, no, no. Or get anything out of it, to be honest. I think even a point would have been a little bit... They looked the more purposeful side. Yeah, I was, and, I'm like, yeah and I have to admit, like, I, I think I said it in the group as well, it was almost like Carlo had, had applied some dark arts. There was a lot of going to ground, and Richarlison like, loves eating grass. So um, I think that actually they did very well to keep the game, keep stopping. We couldn't get into any real rhythm because they were throwing themselves all over the place. And the referee yeah. was an absolute ass. Honestly. Yeah, he was shit. He was shit. Uh, what did you think, Jordan, of the ref? <laughs> uh, I, I think it was just one of them games where it was like anti-Chelsea day. Yeah, I think the fan, their fans did their job. And I think this is where we're oh, yeah. going to see now. Like the fans that are in the ground, it's obviously very one-sided. If you're away from home, you are literally against that barrage. And... Um, it'll go for the home side uh, if you're allowed to obviously have fans um, but I do think that John Moss was pretty scared of them I mean they only had to like scream and he was he was pulling a card from somewhere yeah I mean I don't I don't think uh, many of our team went without a card did they or having everything pulled back it wasn't it, it yeah it didn't flow very nicely the game no it didn't um, okay, let's go on to um, Walker's uh, question. I'll come to you first, Jordan. He said, we're flying higher from a great run and unfortunately losses are part of the game. But in your opinions, which game, for, which game from now until the new year is the most significant and why? Um, we've obviously got West Ham next Monday, uh, so the 21st. Oh, no, sorry, we've got Wolves, haven't we, first on Tuesday? Um, then West Ham the Monday after, then Arsenal on Boxing Day, Villa on the 28th, and then we're going into the new year playing City. I mean, I think personally, they're all I reckon quite Arsenal vital. away. Arsenal you think, away. You think that's going to be the most significant? Yeah, I know they're like 15th or whatever, but we need to smash them. <laughs> We've got a love being a gooner. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, I, I, I would say, looking at that, actually, um, I think they're all pretty hard games. Yeah, they're definitely... Any, any games over Christmas, they need to be won. If you want to be in it, you've got to win it. West Ham are flying. Wolves need some points. Arsenal definitely need some points. Villa are doing really well. And City are a bit meh. I actually am a bit scared. I didn't realise they were actually the groups of games that we were coming up against till I just looked. So yeah, is, I know. Oh. I know we had a little bit of a, a hurdle stop and and struggled to get past Everton yesterday. Um, but we've got it in us to win. We just, I think, the spirit sort of like went away. So you just think last night might have been just a bit of a blip. If we beat. All, all of the um, teams over Christmas, we sound sorted. Yeah, I think it's going to be... I think uh, we can. I yeah. think it'd be a hard task, I but I, yeah, I believe we can. Um, Rick, do you want to answer that one? Um, yeah, 
without a doubt for me it's Wolves on Tuesday because how we bounce back after a loss having those same injuries I think that will say a lot about how we do from now to the end of the season and a win in that game sets us up nicely for the rush over Christmas yeah no I agree with you actually I think I think the the bounce back is is crucial yeah massive game Tuesday I think as well, because of, I think, I do think yesterday was a blip. It just, nothing seemed to, it just really wasn't our day in any aspect. It was just shit. It was just shit. And I think, I'd like to think that, you know, that won't repeat itself. Obviously, you can never tell, but I do think that judging by some of the uh, faces coming off that pitch, I'd like to think that uh, Tuesday is going to be a completely different beast. We're, uh, We're away as well, though. I don't know if Wolves are allowed fans. I haven't looked at that. Um, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, I think it's. I think it is better with fans. I think it's gonna. It's throwing up some interesting results already in the last couple of weeks. To be fair. Um, right. So, next question uh, was mine, <laughs> and I think it was just because I was <laughs> so annoyed with Twitter last night. Um, so I'm obviously not going to answer it because I know my answer and uh, I think I've put it on uh, Twitter already. But Rick, should there be such a massive reaction, as in overreaction, uh, to only our second Premier League loss this season so far? First of all, I just want to say I apologise for my internet connection. I'm not hearing you very well. Oh, um, you fell off your chair. He's covered it up. He's covering it I have up. fallen off my chair. I have fallen off my chair. <laughs> this is I've second one in a row. I've I wish I took a picture. <laughs> you fully froze. And it was like, you had your mouth open. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll play it back and it'll go as the, uh, it'll go as the uh, pod advert. <laughs> can you hear me? It's or shall awful. I go to Jordan? Should I go to Jordan? No, I can hear oh. you okay. How are you hearing me? You're hearing me okay? Yeah, you're absolutely fine. Sorry, Trace. Right, perfect. Can you... Um, can you read me the question again? Yeah, of course yeah. I can. I should... was just about to ask that. Thank you. Uh, should there be <laughs> such a massive reaction, or let's put it as overreaction, to only our second Premier League, Premier League loss so far this season? No, absolutely not. It's it's fucking ridiculous. If I'm being honest, it's just picking it's just picking holes. It was a shit performance. Um, there's no mistake in that. But we've got a lot of games coming up. There's a few key injuries. Why don't we just wait till Christmas is over before we all start picking holes in everything? Um, I think it's a lot of people who have got a lot of who who have far too much time on their hands, um, and they just need to get behind the team as opposed to just picking holes in everything. It's one defeat, yeah. Jesus! It's the first defeat in what sixteen, seventeen games. I was it is. about to say to you, I couldn't even remember who we'd lost to uh, in the league. <laughs> It was that long ago. Such an overreaction. Yeah. I, Such I, an overreaction. There, there was some silly stuff going around on Twitter yesterday, honestly. I do wonder about some people. I, I think this lockdown needs to end sharpish. And people you just do it. People, the problem is what people do, they do it because they crave attention. Well, yeah, probably. <laughs> that's all it is. Yeah. They crave attention and they want people to talk to them. And that's the only way they can get people to interact because they're boring. Yeah. So they the only they thing they can likes. do is pick holes is, in one defeat. 
yeah. that's all it is it's likes and retweets it's yeah. sad really it is. it is sad yeah i mean i i i think i was speaking to someone actually richard Schaller on on after my question i put it on and he was like he doesn't know whether he's just a bit long in the tooth and old school but he's amazed at the negativity to one loss uh, he said it's like a tap he said turn on the positivity when we win or turn on the negative negativity when we lose no perspective no reality no real support through thick and thin and on social media this is and i said you don't get this at the bridge you, you don't get this and as he said you forget about you it by the time you've got home you yeah you've forgotten about it what about you jordan are you thinking exactly. the same well i was luckily enough very occupied yesterday <laughs> so i didn't see any of it which is it means drunk cool. people <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so I, I am glad. But th the thing is, like Ricky said, it's for the likes. It's not, they get they do that to get a reaction. Yeah, 100%. And, yeah. More often than not, they get them, yeah, though. Really. And I think that's the issue, isn't it? Is that they do actually end up getting that reaction. Well, it's, it, it's like, fuck, it's like we, we are the shed. When, when they, remember they, when they posted and said, I've never heard this shit at a game. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not good. No. Well, but we don't and, want negativity. No, and, and to be fair, I, I think, I don't know whether now it feels like we're more in like the middle of this little boiling pot that is social media because we haven't been at games. We have, you know, we've been away for a very long time. Yes, okay, we're, they're coming back, but it is only 2,000. You know, those, those lucky people that are winning those ballots and getting to the games, amazing. But you're not having your experience. And so your experience since the first lockdown so far is social media. And, you know, or, or a WhatsApp group or, you know, or you're on a Zoom. I mean, I remember us when, when it was first lockdown, we were all on Zoom watching the game together just to feel like, you know, there was some kind of atmosphere, um, you know, and that you were sharing that game with somebody. Um, and, and now, really, we are that we just I don't know whether Twitter in, in itself is just now magnified. And, you know, it's almost like someone as a really shit opinion or just wants to slate the team and Frank and the coaching staff and the bloody tea lady for this attention. It all blows up. It gets them what they want, which is the retweets, the likes. It's got people talking about it and, and that's kind of their aim at the end of the day in it. And yeah, I find it absolutely preposterous if you want me to be that's honest. Bad. Are you all right now, Rick? I just I think, I so. just think, <laughs> I just think it like I can't deal with the negativity. No, I try. I try and stay on. Whether we, whether we win or lose, these people like still just be really Calls negative. I just stay away from um, Twitter a day after a game. Yeah, uh, there was a second one from that Chelsea pod. So thanks, guys, because actually I actually like this one, and there is a caveat to go with it, which he had to DM me because it wouldn't fit his tweet. <laughs> so um, he said, also, is our depth that people rave about overrated? Now, he's not they're not negative people. So when I first read it, I was a bit like, oh, but they're not. So the caveat to that was um, uh, in regards to the depth, I couldn't fit it all in. in. Uh, being overrated, I mean, in terms of they're OK for the odd game, but you wouldn't want them playing regularly. So the likes of Jorginho or Kovacic or, Can you know, for Kante, sorry. Uh, and he said the context is important. Uh, I think he thinks they're good for the odd game, but like Rudy uh, and Christensen, if Silver, Silver and Zuma are out for a period, uh, if they're out for a period, that wouldn't be good. Um, you know, can they do that role for a sustained period of time, not a dead rubber or a cup game? 
Rick, you were keen. Yes, um, that's a very good question. And I said, maybe not the last pod, maybe a few pods ago. I can't remember, to be honest. I was saying I thought our depth was adequate. I was completely wrong. It's not adequate. And we we do have certain areas of the team that do need Im- do need improving and the backups do need to be of a better quality. They are okay for certain games, as the Chelsea pod said. I completely agree with their interpretation of how our depth is. It's completely correct what they've said, in my opinion. Yeah, well, I said to him, I said, I think when, we, when the word depth's thrown around now, it's actually not meaning what we want it to mean, which is obviously strength in depth. We're, we're saying about the depth of our squad as, as in the size of it and how, you know, we've got, we've got enough players as such. I don't think it necessarily means that they are of the ilk that we need them to be to be no, able to kind of step in. And we have got a big squad, but there's not the quality there in depth, as you said. Hmm. That's where we're lacking. Uh, how about you, Jordan? Do you think it's a, a you know the way people were raving about the depth of squad in our squad? Do you think that it is slightly overrated? Uh, well, it's like think about it. Like you know when you um, what what was it now? They had a question on the last one, and it was like um, the positions about depth. We answered. I can remember me saying that. What position do we still need to? sort of um what's it called upgrade yeah the difference between like Chilwell to like Alonso or Emerson yeah it started to show in some <laughs> other places as well yeah it is because um I think well like we said with the wingers being out having to then keep switching Werner around and you know getting him to kind of having to he needs play to go through position. the middle that's beginning to annoy me a little bit to be honest now but I get why he's having to do it yeah yeah. And I, th- I think it did work for a few weeks. Um, now it's becoming obvious that he wants to and needs to play through the middle. So and I hope we see that Tuesday. Yeah, I was about to say to you, so off the back of you saying that then, do we think that that potentially could be, uh, you know, impacting his game? He's not playing where he I likes think so. to play. I think so. Because we were sort of saying before, weren't we, about we didn't know whether it was a confidence thing or whether he just, you know, he just needed a bit of time. Obviously, we said about being new to the Premier League, that applies to him just because he's team over and it does not mean that that doesn't apply mm. to him. Um, so do we think now, you know, that he is kind of seeing that, you know, he's now probably looking for quite a stretch as a winger? I want to see him back through the middle and I don't think you can fully offer an opinion on how he's been until he's playing in his best position. And that's for him. He scored eight goals so far, considering he's been out of position the majority of the time. I don't think that's a bad return, if I'm being honest. And like we said, his work rate is second to none. Yeah, and it's difficult for him out there. He's learning a new league. He's out of position. Um, So I think he... But can you put him back through the middle until we've got the wingers back? I I, I don't know. It's a sticky one, isn't it? It is, and it all depends who's available for Tuesday. Um, yeah. Because it sounds like Pulisic might be available for Tuesday. Do we actually know what was wrong with him? I didn't even They read. said, they called it um, something hamstring. It was really weird, the phrase that was used. It was basically, it, it's not... It was kind of like, I think it's another way for saying that he, he felt his hamstring in training. Okay, and so it's more precaution, tra- perhaps? Yeah, and what 
my understanding of the situation is of what they're attempting to do is finding ways to strengthen his hamstring. So they're attempting to alter how he's doing things in his day-to-day routine. Okay. So they're trying to find ways for him to strengthen his hamstring. And I think it's just a trial and error sort of thing until they find what works. And hopefully they just find it sooner rather than later. Well, yeah. I mean, it was so disappointing for him not to be in the lineup again. I was really, really shocked. And he's a player, he's a player that needs need to run a games as well because even when he was in the team for a couple of games earlier in the season you could kind of see he was a little bit shorter match fitness but I was happy he was getting the games because you knew it was going to click eventually yeah and then the hamstring went again and then he's out for weeks again exactly and and actually Jordan um it seems to be that all our wingers have now got hamstring issues what mm. like any reason as to why you think that might be I don't know because you could usually put it to well, obviously we don't rest them long enough and bring yeah. it back to work, but we're not. We've got that depth. I know we're saying that you know we're starting to see cracks in the wall. Well, that. that's just because all the wingers are out, though. Let's be fair. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I don't know. It's 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 just mad, mad. Because sometimes people say, don't they, when when a lot of players have the same injuries, like a lot of people start saying things about training or amount of games it's or difficult. the rest times. Or... We can all sit here and speculate on that because when you look at it, if three players in the same position do have the same injury, your first assumption is to automatically think there's some sort of a training issue. But we can speculate that till the cows come home. No one, it, uh, I don't even think people at the club will actually know if it's, a, I, I think it's impossible to tell if it's a training issue. I um, think with Pooley as well. I mean, I, I wasn't. That's uh, long term. That's been going yeah. for, he keeps, there's obviously like something in wrong him. in his body. If that's like a dietary thing or if it's a, genetic thing or whatever there's obviously something wrong in his body that's causing his hamstring to break down yeah. at such regularity and i'm happy the club have recognized that and they are attempting to fix it but that's not going to be an easy thing to fix even if it's yeah. possible i don't even know if it's possible i guess good for him as well for actually sort of standing up and saying right this doesn't feel right so i'm just holding my hands he up could now. have easily played and torn it and been out for two months oh yeah that would so, have been awful. that's what we, that's what we don't want no. Once you once you weaken your hamstrings, it's a it's a difficult thing to. You remember Michael Owen? Away from. <laughs> yeah. Well, look at yeah. was it um, Fernando Torres, where he couldn't uh, he had his a bad ham, hamstrings. It was well. his hamstrings, knees as well. Yeah. But the one that always sticks in my mind is Owen because mm. they overplayed him at such a young age. And I don't know if the same things happened to Pulisic, where you play so many games at such a young age you're just never the same as you get older. It's just yeah, always I think, I, hamstring breaks. I think we forget how young Pooley is as well. It feels like he's been on the scene for a long time. How old is he like, now? I can't even so think how old he is. 23? I want to say 23. I'm and he's been sure. playing, the thing is, he's been playing a lot of football since he was 17, 18. Yeah, exactly. And exactly the same as Owen. They put Owen in at 17. He was playing. 30 40 games a season. He's At 17, you can't do it. Oh, he's 22. 22. Yeah. Wow, he's still yeah. Young. 
I think as well, it reminds me of um, Diego Costa. He had that long-term back injury that actually needed an op, refused to have the op because it could have put him out of his career. <laughs> so just carried on playing. He's a different it, animal though, isn't he? But it, <laughs> but it was the same thing, wasn't it? Where if it's something that's aggravating and it's just something in you that just will not fix itself, then it potentially is a problem. So I am glad that the club are doing something about that in terms of trying Definitely. to strengthen it for Definitely. them. It's a positive. It's a positive thing. We miss him so much. Yeah, we do. We so definitely much. do. We definitely Sometimes do. there risk there's risk to takes, but that one's a massive risk. Yeah. You know, you oh. don't want to hit he's only twenty two, he's got a massive career ahead of him. You don't want to mess it up. Yeah, I think we spent a lot of money on right. him. You want to get him right. We've spent a lot of money mm. on him. You want to get it right. Take your time. Even if it means, and I really hope I'm wrong, but even if it means him barely playing for the rest of the season and we get another seven, eight years out of him at the yeah. top of his game, starting from next season, I'd take that. 100%. Rather, yeah, rather than him kind of in rather and out, him in being and out. like this for the rest of his career, you're going to yeah. be like, well, he's never quite fulfilled his potential, was he? No. Because no. of yeah. injuries. Yeah. I'd rather than take the time and get it right. Um, I'm going to move on to uh, another player now. Uh, this is Dino, uh, Dino Chapman. Thank you. He also sent me a picture of his roast. It looks lovely. Um, <laughs> he always does a nice roast, doesn't he? he? I've always, seen a couple of his roasts. Yeah, they do look cracking, to be he, honest. He does a cracking roast. I think that's from I his think, butcher days. I think he invited us all round for dinner as well <laughs> a few weeks ago. And I kind of said back to him, I was like, well, unless you can fed it, exit to Portugal I'm going to have to take a rain check <laughs> well, he only lives down the road I should have popped round I didn't realise that have. was going on <laughs> I should have shouted you for that one actually I think it was me who answered it <laughs> yeah you should have I'd have jumped straight in I'll be round in 10 <laughs> uh, you still be there now <laughs> <laughs> um, his question is about Havertz um, and he said what are you thinking of Havertz over the last two games uh, I mean it is a new league it's fitness Covid all these elements Um do you think that the physicality and the pace of the league has taken him by surprise? And why did we look so laboured and lazy last night? Go on, Ricky. Oh, Rick. He's well up for um, this one. First of all, yes. Um, I'm going to start with the Havert side of the question. Um, he's not impressed me in the last couple of games. However, as I've mentioned in the previous pods, You've got the COVID, you've got all the stuff Dean alludes to there. He's he's completely correct. Um, there's a lot of factors, and I do think he is right. Um, the pace and the physicality of the league has taken him by surprise. And having COVID and having bad COVID as well, yeah. um, I don't think that's helped at all, if I'm being honest. And going on to the second part of his question why did we look so labored um i just don't think we started very well um i don't think we started very well they got into their swing of the game very quickly they got into their tactics very quickly and settled a lot quicker than us and as you alluded to earlier in the pod trace um their game management of stopping and starting the game, it helped them and it affected us. And we just never got going from the start. Yeah, um, we couldn't. We had no fluidity at all. No so. fluidity. That's a great word, fluidity. Yeah, <laughs> no fluidity. No fluidity. <laughs> I've been reading the dictionary. 
It shows. That was a great word. That was a great word. <laughs> how, how about you, Jordan? What do you what did you what have you thought about Havertz in the last couple of games? I I would have said before it was like he needs to adapt to the league. He's had a fair few games. He's played nearly every game now. So it's starting to get to the point, how long is it going to take for him to be that Premier League player that we wanted and why we brought him? I am hoping that Sobby just clicks and he turns into a beast. I think he's still got it in him. He's a, he's a great player. We paid a lot of money for him. We just got, I think we're just going to have to sort of bite our tongue and give him time. Yeah, I agree. And I, I, yeah, I've not been overly impressed, but to be fair, I have had in the back of my mind everything that, that Dean alludes to. So the new league, the mm. COVID, you know, the, the fitness, the, you know, he's not actually been able to get himself going, really. So no. I don't really want to judge him just the same as Werner. Can't judge Werner because he's not playing his naturally strong position. And I wouldn't judge Havertz right now because of all of those elements. And, you know, and what goes for both of them is the fact that it is a brand new league. And, you know, it takes some bloody getting used to. You don't play your Burnley aways in, in you know, their old leagues. It doesn't, it doesn't happen. No. Um, you know, and, and you don't have time on the ball. And, you know, people are on your arse like every second. So, yeah, I, th- I think I don't. I don't actually think we're going to see the best of habits until at least next season. If you want me to be honest, I agree with you. I agree with you, hundred percent. Definitely. Uh, and yeah, with the with the laboured and lazy thing from last night, yeah, I think we did kind of touch on it earlier, where it is just no like, fluidity. No fluidity. <laughs> they killed the game. They literally they killed the game, and that was just then easy for them. You know, the dark yeah. arts came out. There was nothing we could actually do about it. It didn't help that literally, like we're saying, it looked like everyone had off game apart from maybe Reese and Mount in the second half. Um, you know, that, that's just, it is what it is. It just wasn't our day. But as we said, we're hoping that uh, Wolves is going to be a, a bounce back and a good response to Definitely. Definitely. Um, right, we're going to move on to the next question now. And the next question is from Catherine McAndrew, a really nice lady who jumped in my DMs the other night to tell us how, like, how much she enjoys our pod. And she's really pleased that there's a woman on this one. So that's really nice. And she makes up. So are we as well. So are we. Thanks, Rick. I'm glad it's you that's here and said that because I'm sure Ashall Walker would have said completely different. You agree as well, don't you, Jordan? I do, definitely. <laughs> that wasn't um, coerced at all, was it? <laughs> I'm literally there with like that, uh, you know, virtual pinch of his arm. As if to say, Come on, Jordan. <laughs> no, and to be fair, we do have quite a high percentage of female listeners, so I'm glad that Catherine is one of those. Um, her question Absolutely. is, um, what do we think uh, was going through Mendy's mind that made him come out so far yesterday to concede that penalty? <laughs> it's a great question. Thank you, Catherine. <laughs> uh, go on, Rick. Um, I honestly, honestly don't know. Um, I did see somebody, I can't remember who, who it was, somebody on Twitter amazed me and said they didn't think that was a penalty. I, on what planet? anyone could think that's not a penalty he's cleaned the guy out I just think he's just completely misjudged it he thought he was going to get there and by the time he's realized he's not it's it's too late and he's cleaned yeah, him out it's done. Um, the that's the general given. yeah he's just he's just misjudged it yeah he's complete complete misjudged what about you George 
sorry mate can you um repeat the question i do yeah. really apologize sorry uh, sorry he's in another planet today um, no, my brain cells gone uh what do you what do you think was going through mendy's mind when he came out so far yesterday to concede that penalty it's, it's mad I, I thought you were like a bit of kepper in him Ed, oh. edward pen I, I said yesterday to one of my mates edward pendy <laughs> I actually said, <laughs> I said back to Catherine, yeah, it was very Kepperish, wasn't it? <laughs> I, I said that as well. I was like, oh no, that's, that's not, that was, that was uncharacteristic, definitely. Well, and, and to be fair, he has been an absolute ledge between the sticks since the day he arrived. So I don't want to criticise him too much for it. However, in the group chat, I did try and defend him by saying, no, 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 that's not a penalty. He pulled out quicker than Dwight York or Jordan. Um, and everyone just kind of laughed at me and was like, yeah, that was a pen. And I was just like, I just didn't want it to be a pen, but oh my goodness, when they slowed, showed it in slow motion, it was even better. Thank you, Mel. Go on, Vic, you were going to say something to me. Um, he's, he's a human being. <laughs> yeah. I know he hasn't seemed like it, because yeah. the amount of clean sheets he's keeping, um, but he's going to make mistakes. He's a goalkeeper. He's yeah. going to make mistakes. Yeah, I must admit, it would have been... Petr Cech used to make mistakes. It would have been an absolute miracle for him to go the rest of the season just being, like, as oh, steady as he was. Do it. No, do it. no. And as we said, everybody had off days, so he might as well have used his up in that one as well, to be fair. Um, uh, the other thing... Oh, no, I want to go to Daxi, because um, I like Daxi's question. Um, he says, are we a bit nice during games? Uh, when will we see the bastard in our play, especially against teams who decide to kick us off the park, please? <laughs> now, <laughs> I'm going to say, because one of my things about Costa was that he was an absolute bastard, loved him, other, you know, opposition hated him. We don't really have a player like that now, do we? No. That, that... I think that breed of players has gone. Yeah, I think you're right. I think, I mean, who's the closest to him in the league now? Mitrovic, maybe? Yeah, probably. Yeah, you're right. You probably are. Yeah, I think he's probably the only real bastard. You know, the, or, you know, there's others like Salah who just pretend to fall over and like pretend they've been kicked and shoved and all that. That's a different kind kind of bastard. Oh no, that's just even Mane as well. Like acts like someone sniped him from oh, the stand. The one of uh, the Liverpool game earlier where he got like a nudge in the back and he made it look like he'd been shoved twenty foot. Like, seriously, oh, I mean, I just think yeah, on the bastard, not you know, not very nice player players budget we haven't really got that but do we need it because as we've proved up until yesterday uh you know we've quite a nice thing going about our games i don't think we need it um i think as opposed to having the bastard players i think you just need leaders mm. i think i'd rather have a leader and i think we have got a few leaders in the squad yeah, um, yeah, I do think we have too. Some I of the don't youngers think we are stepping up. Reese James, I would say. I think he's future captain material, in my opinion. Yeah, me too. Love him. Definitely. Um, the only thing I was thinking was probably he's, he's obviously saying that off the back, I think, of yesterday's game. But I think where we, you know. Uh, it's always the thing is that you can always. As soon as you get beat. You can always think, oh, we've lost because we lack this and that. It, it, it's very hindsight-ish. That's 
definitely not a word, but that it's very hindsight-ish. In, that wasn't in the dictionary I used, no. No, no. <laughs> that's in my own personal dictionary, that one. I just pulled that one out. <laughs> only for special occasions. Um, hindsight-ish. Hindsight-ish. Um, yeah, but I get what he's saying. I get what he's saying. I understand the question, and it's a valid question. Um, but the answer, in my opinion, is no. I don't think we do need it. I think we need leaders we have a leader Tiago Silva we have a, another leader type player Kante we have Azpilicueta when he plays Reese James is definitely future captain material I think the goalie is a good leader as well you always want your goalie to be a commanding presence he's a commanding presence yeah, so he's a leader good. and then I think after that you're probably scratching around a little bit um and I'd probably say meant to a degree, someone who covers that amount of ground in a game, um, I think they're a leader. Well, <laughs> it's Mount, he's leading by example. Well, Mount did also actually um, show a bit of bastard in him, wasn't it? Was it, was it Crestador? He pushed someone or was it the... the no, he shoved the Everton. It was the Everton. He shoved him into the goalie. He, yeah, he, he want a li- but he also did that he for one of the players to have a little... Yeah, he did it in one yeah, of the Champions League games. I think it was against Krasendor when... Oh, yeah. I can't remember who it was now. Was he looking out for Ziyech? That's right. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, he out of nowhere. He, he did like a Chalabar to Aguero. Chalabar to Aguero. Yes, that was amazing. Oh, mate, that was so good. Diego Costa running off the bench. Let's yeah. have it. <laughs> but that's the point, though. I think, actually, I think I, I fully take on board, and I don't think we necessarily need a bastard. But I do think that um, I do like a bit of grit like in the players. And I said to you guys before we started this pod that my one massive positive from the Everton game was to see how much Reese James and Mason Mount really don't like fucking losing. Now, that was the best thing I could have seen with them walking off that pitch. Because um, you could, you know, everyone could be a bit blasé sometimes, like, oh, well, you know, shit happens. No, Reese James was fuming. I honestly thought at one point he was going to get himself sent off, and I would have loved him for it, I think. Because um, at that point, it was shit or bust anyway. And... Um, that I love, and and if that's the kind of bastards we've got, where they're going to get really upset for losing, that's what I want to see. But I do miss like a Diego Costa type. I do miss like scaring. Yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> I get what you're saying. It's just because it seems yeah, so normal to saying. have like an arsehole in our side. <laughs> I mean, even Definitely. Dennis Wise, you know, like even going back to Dennis Wise, Vinny Jones. I mean, geez, you didn't cross them, did you? I mean, God, they... you imagine if Vinny Jones played. How many red cards he'd have? <laughs> These yeah. days, yeah, VAR would be on be overdrive. <laughs> It'd be like um, football training, stop and start, wouldn't it? Like? Yeah, <laughs> it really would. But no, I, I'm, I am in agreement with you guys. And uh, I, I'm kind of a bit of an, in agreement with Dax as well. I think sometimes we are a bit nice. You know, we could have a bit more bastard about us, a bit more fight, a bit more grit. But um, I don't think we necessarily need it as the run of games that we've just come through has shown, really. We've done things Definitely. kind of our way which is that seems to be a new way um uh i'm going to move on to orange before i go on to joel's because joel's will round off this pod nicely um oren has asked uh do we reckon that chelsea need to sign anyone in the january transfer window if so which position would like to see possibly strengthened now i'm going to caveat this with we're not talking about wingers because we've done that so is there anyone else that you Left think back. yeah yeah, who who would you have though? 
It's the same as who, 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 who would, who, who would be backup? That, who wants to be backup? That is a backup? very good question that I can't answer because yeah, who, who would at, in January strengthen left back? I'm actually going. I'm going to do something we've done before, and I'm actually going to throw this back to Oren. So when this pod goes out and he listens to this, I want him to comment on the pod um, post and tell us who he would, um, who he would have. Because I'm a bit stuck with that. Although I know we need to strengthen the back up to Chilwell, I have no idea who we would buy. And, and as you we do said, that in the summer, that happens in the summer. It's difficult yeah. because it's like the summer. Do you think who, that we might see people leave? Yeah, well, yeah, but but that's always going to be the case. If Chilwell is playing the way that he is playing and he stays fit, no one's getting in front of him. And you don't want to go to the other side of the the hand and buy someone older that want that doesn't mind sitting on the bench. We need. Yeah, we need someone I mean? sharp. Yeah, we got to have someone who is almost as or as good as Chilwell in my eyes. I think that's how we need to, and that's where it comes back. I to think that you squad get there. a younger player in. I can't. I can't think who the youngster is at left back. It's the guy on loan at Cholton, that Ian Matson. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 he's good. There's a bloody good chance he will come back though. So uh, I would actually love to see that. I rate him. I think he's a bloody good player. Yeah, I, th- and I, I think you've got to have a. I think you've got to have a look at him first. Yeah. I want to. I want to rewind and be able to answer that question. I'd actually buy Alfonso Davis. Would you? Yeah, he obviously played twice against Rick's us from Bayern Munich. He's left. He's a left back. Rick's not great. Alfonso Davis. Face. Do you not who know who he is? No, I know exactly who he is. <laughs> he's a very good player, um, but <sighs> that just—that's <laughs> actually funny oh, a little bit. Rick, I wasn't like, expecting Ricky right now. You obviously can't see it, yeah. And I'm hoping we could probably use that as the <laughs> ten, what it's called, the, the taster. <laughs> that question blew his mind like a shotgun. <laughs> He literally just sat there like... I wasn't. Rabbit in headlights. I don't actually know what to say. The thing is, I I was talking about Ian Matson and Jordan comes out with Alfonso Davis at Bayern Munich. I'll I'll take that comment back, guys. I hope you're okay, Rick. (laughs) I'm thinking... Yes, take that back and never, never speak those words again, young man. Okay, Rick sorry. Is devastated. <laughs> he's he's actually going to demand like he's going to throw a diva's drop and demand that he doesn't do pods with you anymore. I just see it coming now. Um, <laughs> I've already sent the WhatsApp. I've sent the WhatsApp. I've sent the resignation WhatsApp already. I'm done. I've received it. I've received it. It's all good. You you, you and Jordan don't ever do them together again. It's got, I've got an eight pod eight pod ban. <laughs> yeah, eight pod ban. <laughs> he deserves one. He deserves it. <laughs> to go into that then, when we're talking about uh, the youngsters, essentially then we've got that option now, instead of buying anybody, uh, yeah, that's true. cover the wingers, haven't we? I mean, there are some very talented kids, as we've seen um, in our development squad, and, you know, some of them are absolutely ripping up trades. They are, you know, young, but if, uh, if, if, if needs must, and we don't go and buy people in January to strengthen the wingers, because we know they're going to be coming back at some point, then... Maybe a chance is given elsewhere. Maybe we well, do. look at Andrewin. Never played left wing before. And he was given that chance. And I thought he played massive oh, against Cranfield. Honestly, I quality. love that kid. Absolutely he's love a beast. that kid. Yeah. Oh, um, absolutely. He's, it's almost cool. like a second loftish cheek. Well, and that's the thing. Him and Billy did not disappoint at all against Krasnodar. And I was so happy. Mm. That was my major positive of that game. was just like, them two must have been on cloud nine. How amazing. Like, Expect nothing less from Gilmore, though. Was it no. like three different 
debuts in the competitions. I think every single one you've got man of the match. Man of the match. It is absolute credit Mad. to him. Yeah, absolute yeah, credit class. to him. Okay, so the last question uh, is from Joel. And um, he has asked, if I can find it, um, any preference... Right, so bear in mind, we're recording this Sunday. It's probably going to go out Monday. So the, the, the draw is being done today um, at 11am. Isn't that right, Jordan? <laughs> Say that again, sorry. Oh, Champions League draw is being done at 11am on Monday, isn't it? Yeah, and 4.30 somewhere else. Yeah, Jordan, <laughs> yeah, anyone no, who saw that post, that was hilarious. Um, yeah, I do apologise. So Jordan, uh, sorry, Joel is asking, uh, is there any preference who we get in the Champions League last 16 draw and how would you line up for Wolves on Tuesday? Okay, so let's do the line up for Wolves on Tuesday and then we'll say who we want in the Champions League. I know we've got some injuries and we say that we don't really, we want to see Werner back in the central position. But at the moment, I think he, we're going to have to play him there because he's had that time before. So it's not like playing out of position. So I reckon it's going to be, I, I reckon we should play our strongest, which I, at the moment, what I feel is uh, Mendy, Chilwell, Zuma and Thiago Silva, Reese, and then obviously Kante, Havertz, Mount, Werner, Giroud or Tammy and um, and Zayesh. Zayesh is like injured a... though, isn't he? Oh my god, yep, yeah. sorry. So it's going to be like Havertz, I think, is going to have to play there again. Mm, yeah. It's, uh... a, it's a difficult one, it's a difficult one, like, it's not nice having injuries and, and lowering the depth in the team and then starting having to play players out of position. It's not, but, but this is kind of where you test your squad. Isn't it? Well, it's and a learning today, curve, isn't it? And it like you the, said, it's a when test. the chips are down, everyone has to roll their sleeves, sleeves up, muck in, and, and do as good a job as they can. And I, I think that uh, habits could be better there. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't like go against what we started with against Everton, to be fair, um, because I think playing Wolves is going to be a different beast. And Wolves like to play football. Yeah, I, I, I reckon it'd probably be. If we go there and with big spirit and get and something we didn't have yesterday, I reckon yeah. it's going to go well. I reckon we'll be all right. I, I, I have faith. Almost want them all to play so that we can see their reaction because you know if you leave it unchanged, they got points to prove, haven't they? What do you think, Rick? Um, I was just thinking, as Jordan, I was hoping you and Jordan would just talk for another couple of minutes and I could jump in because I was thinking. Is that so you could just um, swing round on your chair again? I. <laughs> it was so I could fall off and no one would notice if I'm being honest. <laughs> um, I told you, you need to concrete would, that chair. I, w <laughs> I would probably go same back five. So the back four and the goalie, same back five. Um, then I'd probably go Kante, Mount. Oh God, I really don't know. If I'm being honest, I really don't know. I'm personally, I, I honestly don't know. I can't answer that question. I really don't know. I think it's just going to be the same. It's just going to be the same. Yeah, it's going to I have to be the same. Maybe you bring in a Billy Gilmore for Kovacic. Yes, I would do that, actually. I would do that. I think that's Billy probably the only... And maybe a Tammy for Olivia Giroud, you could argue. Um, but 
then again, I don't think Olivia Giroud had a lot of service. So I don't think you can really, really say he had a bad game, if I'm being honest. He didn't really have any service. No. Um, that would be the only change I can envisage with the injuries that we've got at the moment. Yeah, yeah really. I, I almost would leave it unchanged just to see what the response is. Because, um, yeah, I don't think any of them, Sean, really. Like you said, it's going to be a test, isn't it? Yeah, it is a test of our squad now. We're coming how to bounce bounce back. Yeah, thick and fast games now with uh, a heavy injury load. It's going to be very interesting to see how we fare. I think we've got it in us. I just think yeah. we need... Yeah, well, no, I do. I believe. The only way to, uh, to get past the negativity is be very positive and fight back. Yeah. Don't yeah. Yeah. So let's go on to his other question then to round off. Um, yep. Who do you want in the Champions League in the last 16 draw? Oh, Rick straight in. Go on, Rick. Um, from a completely selfish point of view, uh-huh. as I live in Portugal, I'd want Porto. I'd want Porto. Because they're very that beatable. Would be, that they're would very be nice. beatable this year. Very I beatable. Think, I think having watched the um, majority of the Champions League games... I think everyone can be got at. Absolutely everybody can be got at. I agree. I agree. The, the group stages were weird, weren't they? Um, yeah. I would have loved to have had Man United, but uh, alas, that's not to be. Um, uh, <laughs> but I, I actually want to go all in, throw everything at it, and get Barca. I'm in total agreement. I, I know we lost yesterday, but that's just a blip. I believe that we can come up against any of them teams and give them a massive go. If you yeah. said to me I wanted Barca last year, I would have been like, nah. No, yeah, I, I, absolutely. But they, they're a different beast as well. Go on, Rick. You're just gonna just working out your flight. If, <laughs> <laughs> if fans um, were completely back in the stadium and it was back to normal, 100% fans, I'd want to go to the Bernabeu. Um, oh. That would be my preference over any... I'd want an away trip to the Bernabeu. Um, Get it done early doors. We've never played there as far as my memory goes back. And as far as I'm aware, we've never played them in the Champions League. Um, so I think them away at the Bernabeu would be would be unbelievable. When is this game? Is it Jan- Are they January, these fixtures? I think it's Feb. Oh, I'm Start of Feb. Clue. Oh, is it's it Feb? N- it's, it's normally Feb. It's normally Feb, yeah. Definitely want a big gun then because I want all our players back and I would just, we're going to absolutely... I like, I had, I was thinking the other night when I was watching it, is at the end I was like, Champions League Blues straight away. I was like, oh, we haven't got like, we haven't got European nights until February. The, which is actually not, not, not a bad thing for us if we're in this position with injury. Good, that is true, that is true, that is true. Less Very fixtures, good. yeah. It'd be, uh, that'd be good. I, 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 do you know what? I'm going to be completely honest with you, Joel. I don't care who we get at this point because nah. I mean, you've got to beat them all in the end. So Let's have it. Have faith, guys. Yeah, I think Definitely. so. Well, thank you so much to everyone who put questions in. They've all been quite good, actually. Yeah, thank um, you very much. Yeah, They're really happy with the turnout. Um, uh, thanks to you guys for joining me. Pleasure as always. Sorry for the... Um, the pleasure is all mine. <laughs> Sorry about the repetitive asking. My uh, brain cells have lost, but it was really good. I really it's, enjoyed it. It's fine. By next pod, they'll be repaired, hopefully. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, guys. Have a lovely evening and keep the blue flag flying high.